When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. Welcome back to the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Smith, kicking as always with my boy, Blake Lane. Blake, how you doing tonight, buddy? What's up, Dustin? What's up, man? Uh, look, had a hell of a weekend. Got to watch a lot of good, solid college baseball. Uh, had a nice little Father's Day. Spent some time with my brother, my daughter, and my parents, and just chilled with Pops, man, and and got to watch uh, the Omaha Classic and uh, the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles, Mr. Jake McMurray, putting on a yeah. show out there in Omaha, Nebraska. So it's been a pretty dang good weekend, man. Uh, the weather today, just <laughs> absolutely atrocious. Uh, went around the world. That's why we're having to start so late. Had a dentist appointment, and uh, the roads were flooded when I was trying to come back home. So I had to go around t- Mobile, had to go completely around town, and just uh, went on a, a damn adventure, bro. So uh, it, today's been a struggle, but the weekend was fantastic, right. Dustin. No, I hear you, buddy. Um, my power went out late Friday night and cut back on about 2 a.m. when I had just fallen asleep in my stuffy apartment last oh. night. Just kicked back on lights and everything. Boom, 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 boom. You know, uh, cat starts going crazy. You hear like the whole complex, like, whoa. Uh, so, yeah, that's been, that was a fun 48 hours. Missed all of Omaha basically watched a little bit on my phone, but it's draining the battery. And then you're going to have to go back to your car to charge up the phone and just one of them deals. But like you said, man, did get to kick it with pops. Uh, had a good time there. Um, pops actually just had neck surgery. So, uh, going back from his accident from a year ago, still dealing with all that. You remember how serious that was. Um, he's doing good and everything, but he just, he's been going stir crazy sitting up at the house, uh, starting to watch old Auburn football games and old documentaries and all that kind of stuff. Uh, while he was when I walked when I went in there so, uh, Saturday or Sunday or so on Father's Day, he was watching some like 1962 Western movie. I said, "Damn, Pop's going stir crazy," you know, because he wanted. To, I'm sure like your dad too, man. You you have to try to tell him like, "Chill out, Dad. Chill out." Like I don't want you. I don't. It's okay to sit back and relax sometimes, but mm-hmm. them old heads, man, they 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 ain't got that bone in them. They come from a time where they got to grind all the time. They don't understand. They don't understand a grown man playing Xbox, uh, but. <laughs> Shout, shout out to all the pops, man. Shout out to all the Auburn dads yeah. out there holding it down. I know that uh, Blake's dad means a lot to him. I mean, my pops is my best friend. So uh, mm-hmm. just to all the pops out there, man, that hold it down for their dad. So it's a res- crazy responsibility, right? Like, yep. um, and you can tell, you can tell when you see somebody and that they had a good dad, especially a man. You can tell when they had a good dad and a good influence in their life. Somebody to look up to. There's, there's just clearly a difference. So. Yeah. Good weekend, man. Shout out to all the dads, everybody out there with the storms, bro. Hope y'all are staying safe because here it's like it'll be sunny for an hour and then like a literal hurricane for an hour. And then back to sunny and trees knocked over. We got uh, guys at my work. Their houses got hit by a tornado this weekend. Mm. And then, you know, it rained probably for five minutes total this weekend at my house and I had no power. And then right up the street, 
there's trees down everywhere. So like you said, roads flooded, man. Uh, just crazy, crazy stuff. So I hope everybody's good. We had some, we had a couple people die here in Pensacola downtown. So uh, just stay safe, man. Stay safe out there. But we're going to talk about some recruiting, dude, because we talk mm. about the weather and it is the freeze warning. Like I said the other mm. night with Jay Phillips, man, the freeze warning, dude. And we'll start right here with uh, your boy Bryce Kane. I know you've seen him live. Yeah. 510, buck 70. He's a three star for now. He's a three star mm. for now. He's only been playing football for a couple of years. I'm willing to bet a paycheck. This young man is going to be a four star when it comes time for him to sign his national letter of intent. Um, big high school and and they're in Baker Mobile. Oh, what are they six seven A right? So they play seven A. Seven A. Yeah, they play tough competition. So uh, really looking forward to this kid. He it was one of them things where because you know the top receivers on the board, Perry Thompson, Cam Coleman. You see those guys. So this was kind of where we fall uh, on the slots. They were they were evaluating a couple of different slot receivers. And it seems like he came to this camp this weekend. And we, me and you, kind of been hearing for a while behind the scenes. Bryce will commit if Auburn pushes hard enough. It was kind of a wait and see. He comes, runs a 40, slips out the gate on the 40, and still runs like a 4-3-7, something like that. And then him and Walker White had a nice connection all day long. Those those clips made the rounds on social media. Some really beautiful stuff that can get you excited for the future. So they went ahead and said, hey, man, we want you. And surprise, surprise, that's all they had to tell him. And he said, ah, I'm not too interested in the sip. So <laughs> dipped on the sip and, and came home, baby. So, Bryce, we're uh, glad to have you. I know you saw him live, man. What did you see? Just a blazing speed, right? The speed's real. All right, The yeah. speed is real. He does have some things to work on. All right, The, the route running isn't, isn't great right now. All right, But like you said, he's only been playing football for a couple of years, bro. Like yeah. this is – this is a, just still a work in progress right now, and he's a three-star, probably going to be a four. I uh, The hands, they, they will come. You know, I've heard people around Mobile say, oh, well, he has trouble catching the football. You know, hey, it'll come, all right? If you freeze likes him, I like him. Uh, I know the speed's real. He's a hell of a baseball player. I went up to Baker a couple weeks ago, watched him play in the Alabama High School State playoffs. Uh, kid got up, ball hit the left center. Bryce Kane tracks it down. Leaps up, right hand over the wall, brings it back. Says, yeah, "Hey, jump! He's got hops. Give it to me, all right." Uh, hell of a play, hell of an athlete. The speed is real, uh, and you're gonna see a guy. Um, you know, I, I don't. Man, you know how you remember Anthony Schwartz, right? Yeah, for sure. All right? um, and you remember that 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 reverse at A and M. Yeah. All right, that's the type of speed you're going to see. All right, th th that's what I want to throw Bryce Kane. I don't want to compare receiver to receiver. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the type of speed you're going to see is a guy that could catch one of them reverses, them end of rounds, and he can hit the sideline and he can split a DB uh, and a safety and take it up the up the sideline to the house. I yeah, think he's built like Eli Stove. Yeah. And and I, what about the, the Arkansas game? Eli Stove. We yeah. we could compare that right there. Three when we beat that ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, you could take that play from Eli's book right there, man. And and uh, Bryce has elite speed. So and and I know I keep repeating this over and over again. I'm not worried about receiver with Hugh Freeze. I, I'm not, okay? So, if Hugh really likes a guy, like I said, when I went up to the Baker baseball game a couple weeks ago, one of the coaches was like, hey, man, like, Hugh loves him. All right, like, like Hugh is like, I mean, wants him, head over heels for him. And I'm sitting here saying, well, like, there's no need to worry because if Hugh wants him, Hugh's going to get him hmm. because Hugh brings in elite talent at that position. So Bryce is going to be a stud, man. He's he's a heck of a player. Uh, and and watch him this year. Uh, his quarterback has committed to Mississippi State at Baker High School. So uh, okay. they're, they're going to be looking to hook up a little bit. And, yeah. uh, and you know, I, they're going to put up a lot of points. You, you might want to come over to Mobile this year, Dustin. And oh, you know, and, I'll be there. I was, about, I was just about to say, man, we'll have to get up, get some clips for the for, for the fans and everybody, and uh, maybe get an interview with them or something. Yeah, man, that that would be awesome. And DG just took a uh, 
he just took an assistant coaching job at Baker uh, for the baseball team. So he will be coaching, helping coach Bryce this year for his senior year of uh, baseball yeah, at Baker. Nice. So, yeah, that, that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, man, do you want to – you want to take this one, Kinsley, over? And, yeah, Kinsley uh, Faustin. Uh, don't know a whole lot about him, going to be honest. Uh, all you have is, like, the huddle, obviously. And mm -hmm. I really, before I give, like, a full evaluation, I like to see a player and a guy in Naples. I'm probably not going to get to it um, if he plays any games on TV this year. I mean, I'll watch as much as I can. But so I have to kind of trust the scouts, and I go to the ESPN 24-7, or I try to look as much as I can. And basically what I, what I read, what's pretty consistent is ball skills. It seems like he's a guy that really has good ball skills, a ball hawk. And um, at 5'11", buck 70, they're literally the same that we just saw with Bryce. Uh, a little bit small for a safety, so those ball skills are important. Probably going to have to get him in that uh, in that weight room, bulk up a little bit. You like mm -hmm. to see a safety at at least around 185, 190. Um, but that can happen. We can get him there. No worries. If, if, if he's got the instincts, if he's got the measurables, if, if Zach Etheridge likes him, I'm going to trust Zach. Uh, I'll say this, if Auburn's going to be successful, there's always, you got to get three to five guys out of Florida and you need a couple of them to hit in every class. I just go back to my boy, Carlton Davis out of, out of South Florida. You go in there get that kind of guy, come in, he can play in the NFL, got Jamel Dean right beside him, by the way. But, um, so just, it's important. It's important to win Florida because you're going to get Alabama. You're going to get Georgia. You need to scoop a little bit out of Florida. You need to scoop a little bit out of Mississippi. You need to scoop a couple out of Louisiana if you can. So always, like I said, always want to get three to five guys to Florida. And for this staff, setting up those relationships. Marcus Davis, a South Florida guy, it's important to set up those relationships down there and start getting guys from these areas and set up that pipeline. This is this staff's first, first full class. So it's going to be important for them to pull guys from South Florida and say, okay, and then – we need him to hit. So then when he hits, we can go down to South Florida and say, I can make you what Kinsley was. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. My high school that I graduated from, Escambia, uh, home of Emmett Smith, home of Trent Richardson. We've had some good players. Two years ago, yeah, two years ago, we were undefeated, undefeated. Mm -hmm. Play some team from South Florida, and it's a, it's unfortunately for my panhandle teams, it's a tale as old as time, bro. We got smoked. I was getting high. I'm like, nah, we're about to get stayed. We're about to get stayed. We're undefeated. We smoked everybody. We play that team from Miami, dog. <laughs> like, it's different, bro. It's, hey. di it's, it's different. So I had uh, I had Junior on here, Junior Rosegreen, like oh, my yeah, one of my yeah. very first like audio interviews on the podcast, like way back when I started this thing, right? And that was one of the things that Junior come on here and said, and he said. If you want to be great and you remember back to those old early 2000 defenses yep. that Auburn had, look at that South Florida pipeline. And he was like, it was there, man. And, and he was like, I got studs down here in South Florida. He was like, guys that, I'm, you know, talking about the, the older regimes that they never even come and looked at. Mm -hmm. right? They just – they didn't even go down to South Florida <laughs> and, and pay attention to those guys. And Junior was frustrated about that. For he sure, was saying, sure, like, like we, we lost a pipeline. We lost a connection getting those kids, being able – especially, man, Miami Miami is trash right now. Those right. kids aren't even looking at Miami right now. And you know? They don't want to play in front of 12,000 people either. Yeah. Yeah, you want 90,000, 100,000, right. man. And and you can always pitch the Southeastern Conference, right? Mm -hmm. Now now we're going to talk about it here in just a minute. You're bringing Texas and Oklahoma in, which makes it even fancier. I mean, you look at it and you're like, "Hey, we got two dolls right here. Look, <laughs> right. look, they're coming they're coming to they play with Big games. Daddy." Yeah, so uh and and you know, Florida State, they're finally starting to get back over that hump. They're supposed to have a really talented mm -hmm. uh ball team this year, but but look at Florida right now. We don't know what they're doing. G5 Billy seems to be popping off and recruiting right now, but yeah, yeah bro, that that was wicked. They that 2025 QB, he he decommitted, went to Ole Miss. I mean, that was wild. And then G5 Billy says, "Hey, Hey, hello, Bozo. Watch this. You know, I'm about to bring in six guys just like that. Bang. And uh, so, but Florida is still a question mark. So go mm -hmm. down there into South Florida and 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 put and put a stamp on your territory and and get those nasty, tenacious defenses back like Auburn yeah. had back in the day. So uh, but Dustin, I'll tell you one that I'm really excited about. 
And uh, I even texted you the other night and I said, hey, man, uh, I think yeah. it could happen. And, and that's Joe Phillips, uh, uh, 6'2", 250, four-star linebacker out of Booker T. High, right there in Tuskegee, Alabama, man, right down the street from the Auburn Tigers. How are you feeling about him, brother? On to victory. Mm. That's that's what it's about right there. Um, they're here to play. They're here to play. They're here to, they're here to play, dude. Uh, I'm just telling you. And listen, this this is it doesn't discredit all the work that's been done by the staff because, mm-hmm. like, hey, previous regimes, we wouldn't be in it here. As sad mm-hmm. as that is, because we know how close Tuskegee. If you ever been to Auburn, you got to pass through Tuskegee. You know what it is. Yep. So it's to even be. For it to even be in this scenario for us, that's not cool. But the thing is, Blake, Georgia had graphics made, brother. Yeah. Georgia had graphics made. Their beat writers had stories wrote. They were ready to roll. And the story is there was a phone call because Joe, because Joe told Hugh, I'm going to Georgia. And just just hold on a second. Let's mm-hmm. let's see. Let's see if that's something you really want to do. It was supposed to be on a Tuesday, right? Yeah, supposed to be on Tuesday. Yeah. And then he he got he got off the phone with on the victory, and something changed. Yeah. And something something had changed. And uh, so, and it was and it was so funny. I don't know if you saw uh, Charlie Five. He posted on the message board. He said, mm-hmm. "Can we uh can we shut the f up about on the victory now? Because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they got it together." I was just about to say to all the people who keep saying that on to victory, uh, they're not producing and the money's not there and uh, they're just they're swinging and missing on big time guys. Well, uh, this is a big time guy, you know, and anytime, in my opinion, Dustin, that you can curb stomp Kirby Smart over a commit right here. I don't care if he's a four star, five star, whatever. Kirby wanted Joe Phillips. They wanted him. This isn't some, uh, you know, guy where uh, you you could take Woodyard, all right? You could take Woodyard from Mobile, Williamson High last year, all right? He flips from Bama to Auburn, and all you heard was, we stopped recruiting two months ago. Alan, Nick Saban didn't even want him anymore. But they, they, they pulled his offer, and, and so his last option was to go to Auburn. Look, get that mess out of here. All right, I'm I'm sick of hearing that. Joe Phillips was wanted at Georgia. This is a monster win for Hugh Freeze and this staff, the entire staff. And one thing I do want to say, Dustin, is there was a there was a a tweet or a comment or a mention, whatever it was on Twitter the other day, uh, and it was the Auburn staff around Perry Thompson, and. They were doing the little flexing, ah, you know, and all that for the camera. And some guy gets on there and goes, it's amazing. He (laughs) said, I'm not hating, but it's amazing what a guy has to do with his staff to try to flip an 18-year-old kid. All right, well, we really, really forget. We're so quick to forget that this guy's head coach was doing the Cupid shuffle in a living room, all right, to get a kid. All right, so this staff's working, man. And if you're willing to dance or or flex or scream at a camera or whatever, if you're willing to go uh, to the end of the earth to get a kid to come to your university because you want to flip things and you want to you want to show not just the Southeastern Conference, but you want to show the entire country that you're not here to play games, all right? You quit school because they had recess. That's what my dad always told me, all right? I don't play games. I quit school because they had recess, all right? I'm here to win, and that's what winners do. And Hugh is downright giving it his absolute best, and you're getting a physical freak here at the linebacker position, a position that a lot of people are really still out wondering what is Auburn going to be at that position this year. So this is a big pickup moving into next year. Um, and, and so, man, 6'2", 250, a guy that Kirby was drooling over, I oh, will yeah. take it every time, man. And and yeah, shout and out to the staff. Yeah, you can – they 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 still got to decide if they want to put him at middle linebacker, outside linebacker, they want to put him at jack. He's versatile. He's a guy that you could do everything with. Kirby has put, like – 
at least a dozen guys off the defensive end in the NFL in the last couple of seasons. And yeah. then, so for you to come in with no proof of concept with this staff and be able to get, and here's the thing, bro. This is one of the things where it's like, you just, when this started the turn, like when you started to hear Georgia, I, mm-hmm. I, I tweet, I quote tweeted that somebody put that out and I quote tweeted and said, you cannot allow this to happen. I probably said that three weeks ago. So you can't let it happen. Mm-hmm. Because you cannot let this guy, a, a top 300 player, mm-hmm. 20 minutes down the road, you can say flip the script all you want. You got to actually flip the damn script. Yep. And this this is how you do it. If he told, it doesn't go down as a flip, but he told Hugh Freeze, I'm going to Georgia. Stories yeah. are wrote, graphics were made. And then in the last second, you come in, again, with no proof of concept. So now Joe Phillips is the third top 300 player, uh, Jamari and Burnett. And uh, Walker White and Joe Phillips joins him. He's the first guy on defense. And it just kind of seemed like, didn't it, that the momentum kind of kind of picked up. And that's a that's a big part, too, because now you got another big guy that you can point to. And then he was there this weekend helping recruit with all those. We have like we have five offensive linemen this weekend on five. We had a guy from Hawaii. We had a guy from California. Okay, so. This staff is working their asses off, dude. You got Walker White recruiting. You got Fat Burnett shutting his down, telling other coaches, hey, don't call me. And there's been some rumors out there that Fat might decommit and this, that, and the other. Let me tell you something. Um, trust, look at your sources. Always look at a source. A somebody on a message board, I don't care if they hit a couple times. Just, just I, I don't want to be too mean. Just, just look, touch your source, because we, I've been, I've been seeing a couple people post for months. Fats gonna decommit. This, that. Fats grades. Fats health. Blah, 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 blah. And then I've seen him, I've seen him on campus damn near every weekend. He's out there recruiting with Walker White. He's shutting his commitment down. So there's no, there's no beef there. Fat Burnett will be in this class. Um, and now it's about getting another running back to kind of spell with him. There's a mm-hmm. top. There's a, a 2025 running back, uh, Alvin Henderson, that seems like Caddy's really working on him and. Uh, just real quick, and then we'll get to the schedule. I know the kid played in 2A at Elba, but the, uh, Mr. Alvin Henderson is a 25 running back, class of 25 running back. Mm-hmm. Like 43 touchdowns last year on 13.3 yards of carry. Mm-hmm. Now, I get it in high school when you have a stud, but, like, dude, sometimes numbers are just so ridiculous that I don't care what classification you're playing. And so, and that's a kid we're really close at landing. Um we're we're really good with a lot of these 25 kids, man. And that yeah. tells you that that kind of tells you because with the 24 kids, you were still behind. You can't start on those. The 25 kids are kind of the one he's he's starting fresh with everybody. And that's gonna be a really exciting class to come together. So just recruiting momentum, dude. I love, you know, I love it, man. And um, I think we're gonna go into the season, brother, with probably around a dozen. Cause I mean, look, Blake, think about this real quick. This is what they're doing on OB weekends. This is what they're yep. doing during – we still got Big Cat, dude. Big Cat, yep. yep. We're going to come out Big Cat with four or five guys. One of the hey, big fish is going to commit on Big Cat. And another thing, if I wanted to go back to your little classification uh, point right there about him playing 2A, man, is is if you're worried about that, carry on, play 3A ball. So right. uh, don't worry about classification. Uh, sometimes – uh, sometimes kids don't play the the transfer game in high school, right? Hey, sometimes Adrian kids, Posse, my lord. <laughs> sometimes kids don't play the transfer game. Sometimes uh, a stud is just uh, from a, a town that right. you know ain't got but one one caution light in it and a gas station, you know, and and homie don't want to go anywhere yeah, else. He wants right? to rep his team. He wants to rep he his wants, hometown. He wants to rep his hometown. So. He he stays there in the country and and the dirt roads right. and and he racks up forty three touchdowns and all that good <laughs> stuff, man. So you know, right? Like like Mobile right now, man. Like everything you're seeing, like kids transfer. Like we just saw LeBaron filing. Like uh, he just left Baker uh, basketball and and went out to Missouri, the team that won the national championship last year in high school basketball. Uh, I mean, it's happening in football. Apparently, like Sterling Dixon, the the linebacker from Mobile Christian, the Alabama commit. Uh, apparently, like there's rumors that he's transferring from Mobile Christian to possibly Sarah Land with KJ Lacey and Ryan Williams. KJ Lacey 
uh, you know, he's the quarterback at Sarah Land, and and he just committed to somebody. Oh, Texas. He just committed to Texas the other day. Uh, Ryan Williams is, you know, the Alabama player of the year. Uh, he'll be a junior uh, next year and all that good stuff. So, or uh, whatever. He's class of 25. He's a 25. He's yeah, a 25. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a 25 kid. So, um, so some that's, that was my main point, man, is like some yeah, kids just – they just don't play the transfer game. Yeah. So, don't worry about classification. If the kid's a stud in 2A, mm -hmm. uh, if you can ball, you can ball. You another can ball. another. Another point to that is uh, you, you look at Zion Williamson. Everybody was like, oh, Zion, he's going to Duke. But look at everybody he's playing against. Like, I mean, he plays in the private school league in South Carolina, and that they're terrible, you know, and he gets the Duke, and he's just shitting on people, you know. <laughs> right. Like, bro, if you can play, you can play point blank, period. So, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So, um, Dustin, if you want to move on to the, yeah. the schedule the 2024 new look Auburn mm. football schedule, man. And a little weird, not going to lie. No, <laughs> no LSU, no Ole Miss, no Mississippi state. I know a bunch of people hate it. All right. A bunch of people mm -hmm. hate it. Some people love it. How do you feel about no LSU, no Ole Miss, no Mississippi state? Let's start there. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I was pretty clear about this whole episode with Ike. I, I'm just a traditionalist with all this. But here, at the same time, man, I've accepted it. Like, I know these things are going to happen. So I'm not going to just keep standing on them in the middle of the yard and telling everybody to get off my lawn. Like, it is what it is. This is going to happen. Now, but before I even get into this schedule, I'll just say this. Uh, in my lifetime, Every single, well, not every single year, but majority of the years, bro, the LSU game has been nuts. Been nuts. nuts. Um, just a wild, wild game. We can rattle off how crazy it's been. So I know that some people don't like the term Tiger Bowl. That's kind of what I've always called it. Uh, but whatever you want to call it, it's been it's been an intense, insane rivalry. Uh, just the earthquake guy. I can't even get it. I'm not gonna start listing them all. There have been so many crazy, yeah. crazy situations in this game, dude. And um, me personally, my best friend went to LSU. Um, I spent some time living with him out of high school on LSU's campus. I just, I have a, like, I've always enjoyed LSU. I love their fans. They're going to be mean to you in the stadium, but they're going to give you some crawfish. And yeah. I was at the game. The game I went to was when uh, when Fournette ran all over us and uh, the famous clip of whoever our defender was, Trey, I forget his name, Trey something. Trey Matthews, he decided he was going to tackle him by jumping over him and just whatever. So I was in there for that one, but they talked a whole lot of mess and then hit me with some crawfish and some gumbo afterwards, kept me drunk, kept me happy, kept me fed. Uh, so I love their fans. I, I love going to Baton Rouge every other year, even though it's been a nightmare for us. It's just so losing that rivalry does suck. Uh, 32 years old, man. This has been like they started the divisions in 92. So in the whole entirety of my Auburn fandom, LSU has been the third third rival. Yeah, big game. Know what's coming. Gonna win. Got to win it if you're gonna have a good year type thing. Most of the time. So good. The 04 game, like man, legendary stuff, man. Legendary Corey Taylor in the end zone. So I do. I'm gonna miss that game a lot. Um, we'll still get to play them. I hope we get to play them at least every other year. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want this to be a thing where we're just catching LSU every now and then. That would suck. Um, Mississippi State, dude, like, I think Justin Ferguson tweeted out, it was 50-something. It's the first time since 1950-something yeah. uh, that we haven't played Mississippi State. Yep. That's crazy, dude. That is just crazy. Um, Historically, we've owned them. We've kind of ran that robbery. But lately, like you pointed out a couple episodes ago, they've been on our ass, bro. They've been clapping us lately. And uh, so that hasn't been the best. And But I, I hate to see that one go. I hate to see – Ole Miss go, and I think the SEC kind of they kind of messed up with that one. I would have left one Mississippi team because it's you can you can interchange one of these like what Mizzou or Kentucky or Bandy. You can give us Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Those are those are not too far apart as far as like yeah. strength of schedule. You know, caliber a team that'll kind of keep the balance of the schedule the same. I would like to always play at least one team from Mississippi. Like we're in Alabama, they're right beside us. So I would like to play one of those teams and. 
I don't know how much longer Lane Kiffin's going to be the head coach at Ole Miss, but as long as Lane Kiffin is the head coach at Ole Miss, if I was the SEC, I would keep that game because mm-hmm. you know how fired up we are for October 21st. So, and then let's let's say that Auburn wins that game 31 to 28. And maybe, maybe just, I don't, let's just say maybe there's a little bit of trap because let's say Lane tweets out something before the game. Mm-hmm. And then maybe because he was an all shucks kind of guy. But yeah. I think just like we talked about with the Joe Phillips, I think Hugh Freeze got a lot of dog in there. Yeah. Telling, telling Perry Thompson, hold up, brother. Why don't you call DK Metcalf real quick? I think mm. there's a lot of dog in Hugh Freeze. And I think that if Lane Kevin starts talking trash, which is very reasonable, you know, predict you could predict that happening. Let's say he talks a little bit trash. Let's say Hugh Freeze claps back. And then it's a close game with all kind of drama. I hope to God that game's a night game. Let's say it goes down so wide it's crazy. And then you're not going to play it in 2024. What if yep. they – like, it's just – I think they kind of miss an opportunity with that one. But I also don't think that Lane's going to be at Ole Miss for more than two years. So that kind of is what it is there at the same time. Uh, before I get into these new teams, man, or I'll see what – I kind of want to see what you – your thoughts on that. I will say this, bro. Um it sucks. It's it's gonna be weird, but we just kind of gotta we just kind of gotta accept it and that we better beat these teams. I am not trying to sit on L's for years versus these teams. So Dustin and everybody who listens to this podcast, this is not being soft, this is not being weak or not wanting to compete. I just want to throw that out there. Because I want the the toughest, uh, most badass schedule you could possibly have. But I will tell you, adding Oklahoma, I am okay with dropping LSU. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah. I am okay with dropping LSU. I know it's new. I know it. It right now it sucks. It seems like it sucks. All right. Because I'm sitting here going, man, we played LSU every year. Like, yeah. there's just so many memorable plays. Like you, like you mentioned, like. It's just insane rivalry, you know. <clears throat> but look at this. If they wouldn't have dropped LSU, all right? <clears throat> Excuse me. If they wouldn't have dropped LSU, let's just drop Arkansas off that or Texas A&M and put LSU in one of those What's slots. a lot different. Man, that schedule right there, I would say, mm-hmm. hey, look, uh, you know, there's, there's a 12-team playoff, but uh, – I'm not sure we get there, you know, but with, but with this schedule, we'll talk about it in a minute. Hey, Hey. now, Hey, now Mississippi state, I couldn't care less. Like I, I I don't care. Like we're, yeah, they've been shitting on us lately, but with their daddy, I, I, they've beat us. What they've beat us. What? 12 times in their existence or whatever, 20 <laughs> times. like Yeah, like, it's like 50 to 20-something, somewhere in there. Yeah, bro, like I don't care, like whatever. All right, now, the Ole Miss game. I'm with you on this, all right? I felt like there was a rivalry about to take mm-hmm. place. Even on social media, you look at both fan bases. Even in baseball and basketball, oh, yeah. you know, Auburn, Auburn fans are like, hey, Shut up. Like, you know, know your role, know your place, you jabroni. You know, like, like just just shut up. And then Ole Miss fans would, you know, oh, well, we're, we're this, we're that, and like, whatever. You're a school that has a walk of champions for what? All right. Hey, you, you ain't no champion. You ain't right? Yeah, nothing. I mean, I think the last time Ole Miss won something was like back in the what? Archie Manning days, Archie when the, baby, or like the sixties, or, yeah, or you know when um our head coach was their coach, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, you, you beat Saban, and and then they still found a way to to screw it up then, and still couldn't get to Atlanta. So, I mean, what kind of walk of champion are you walking down? I mean. <laughs> I don't know, but the I look. I've been to Ole Miss. The coolest part about their day is walking through the Grove, and that's about it. I mean, stadium sucks, atmosphere sucks, right? Team sucks. Uh, coach, I mean, look, he was he was trolling G five.
Are we back, Dustin? Can you hear me? Hey. Are we, are we back? Are we back? Hey, what happened? All right, I don't know, man. It's. I guess we've been going for a minute, and the, the internet was got a little shaky. Uh, but, man, you know. The, bad the, yeah, bad weather, man. The, the weather is terrible here uh, in Mobile, Alabama. So, um, is it? Uh, so we'll try to wrap this thing up here in, in some, in, in a quickness here. Uh, but man, yeah, just trolling on the internet and all that. I, I think it was a rivalry about to come in and, yeah. and you throw the game away. And I think that just kind of took a little juice off of it. So, uh, that will be a big one this year, but let's talk about the overall, uh, outlook of this schedule, man. I mean, I think this sits very, very promising, mm-hmm for the Auburn Tigers in uh, 2024, really looking at your, your two SEC road games with Georgia and Alabama. Those are the only two I'm really worried about. Look, I'm not worried about going to Missouri and playing on the road Hmm. in front of 15,000 people. I'm not worried about going to Kentucky. All right. Because let's be honest, that's a basketball school. They will always be a basketball school. Are they good now in football? Yeah. But I'm not worried. Like I'm not terrified to go, to what is it Kroger Field or whatever? Like yeah. that, that don't even sound intimidating, you know. And <laughs> I mean, come on, you know. Um, so and then and then your home games, you got Vandy. Like that's a dub. Like you you right. better you better win that one. You got Oklahoma coming to you. You don't have to go out there. That's favorable. You got to love that. You got Arkansas coming to you. That's always a plus. You don't have to go up there and deal with them rowdies. And then you got Texas A&M coming to you. You just clapped them last year uh, in, in Jordan Hare and one of the greatest atmospheres of all time in Auburn history. So uh, I think this thing really is favorable uh, to Auburn, and there's a chance to win a lot of games on this schedule next year. Also, Add out of conference, you have Cal coming to you also instead of going yeah. out there. Yeah. So that's favorable. So you're really looking at a schedule, just those two, Uga and Bama, on the road, you're looking at a schedule that is really, really on your side for 2024. I think this Auburn team could win a lot of games, Dustin. Here's my first thing, okay? I, I look at this schedule, Okay. All right, I look at Arkansas. They're going to lose their quarterback after this year. KJ's done. All right, this is it. This is his last ride. All right, Texas A&M, they might lose a coach this year, okay? If Jimbo don't get out the gate, if he don't start fast, if he don't win nine to ten games this year, I think his ass is fired, all right? So yeah, they, could ha- they could have a new coach next year. Vanderbilt mm-hmm. is Vanderbilt. Oklahoma – we don't know right now because of Brett Venables. Like we don't know what he's bringing to the table. What we saw this past year, super sketchy, man. Hey, uh, so I, I think, I think this this schedule could possibly set up for you to win nine, ten games in year two, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have a, a guy Peyton Thorn unless he comes out this year and puts up, you know, hellacious numbers and. Uh, gets nominated for the Heisman Trophy ceremony, he's probably coming back for next year. So you're going to have another year with Peyton Thorne. You're going to have an experienced quarterback. Uh, you're going to have some playmakers out at wide receiver. Uh, and and your defense is going to be right. So I think the way this schedule sets up, Auburn is in damn good hands. I think this is the best possible scenario for Auburn with Oklahoma and Texas coming in. Because there was rumors that Texas was coming to Jordan Hare, yeah. or we were going to Texas, or whatever. Uh, but man, I really like Oklahoma coming to Auburn in twenty twenty four. Yeah, uh, we've only played them twice ever. They're two and zero versus, so that'll be fun. Um, and man, like looking at like you said, Vandy, Mizzou, A and M, Kentucky. Like, give give me this schedule right here, bro. Cal coming in, and I love it being in Hughes' second year. Just yeah. find a way to get to seven or eight wins this year. Mm-hmm. Have a good bring home a top 12, top 10 recruiting class, and then another top five portal class. And then you were set up right here with the easiest football schedule that I've ever seen Auburn have. And I, I talk about, I, well, I was talking about at the beginning of this segment about just losing the LSUs and the Ole Miss and Mississippi States. That's just because I'm a, I'm a, you know, traditionalist. And like we talked about the, the history of the robbery, but bro, 
like I, I'm not crying over it because, like I said, I've already accepted it's going to happen, and this is the outcome. Yep. This is what we get. No more yep. LSU, Georgia, Bama, all this. man, bro. And 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 look, we're owed this because we've been out here carrying the torch for years for the tough schedule committee. So this right here is cool. We got a. I like I said, it's Cal. There's two other non-conference. We got one more non-conference game to get. I hope they get the worst team they can find. I just don't care because I watch teams like Oregon and Clemson get New Year Six bids, get bowl, get playoff bids and whatnot, playing one, two ranked teams in the entire season. Mm-hmm. Like what was it a couple years ago when Clemson made it and they played one ranked team all year? Like, come on, dude. So when I look at this. Like man, Bama, Georgia, and at that point, maybe A and M will be the, and maybe Oklahoma will be like the teams that you look at and say, okay, talent wise, they maybe have a little bit more than us, or we at least match up even with the rest of these. You should have more talent than at this by this point. I just do it. It sets up, man. It sets up really, really nice. You make a good point about the experienced quarterback coming back. I just. I'm all for this, dude. When I saw this schedule pop up on SEC Network, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you really gave us Vandy in back-to-back years, threw in Missouri and Kentucky? Because I was – and it, like, just the fan in me wanted to see Florida or Tennessee. Yeah. But, dude, I wouldn't change this for the world. I wouldn't yep. change it for the world. Like, There's- I'm all for us having the easiest road possible for, for – a couple of seasons because yeah. of what we've had to do for the last 10 to 15. This is under to us, man. And whatever, what Florida got, I hate it for y'all, bro, but I am all, for, I, I'm all for this. PG, uh, rest in peace, brother. Cause that yeah. is crazy. Yeah. That's tough, bro. They got UCF out of conference, Florida state, Miami, and then they got that brutal ass sec schedule, bro. That is man. tough. Uh, yeah, you know, especially after the last two years, Dustin, like we deserved, we deserve something like we deserve to get this schedule. And I think there's a possibility to win 10 games on this schedule. Call me crazy. I don't know what uh, next year is going to look like, but just looking at where the, where mm. the, the program sits right now in the recruiting. Yeah. The trending, the recruiting's trending. Uh, you're, you're getting studs out of the portal. So we know what, what Hugh and this staff is going to do. And if you have a successful year this year, win seven, eight games, maybe nine games with a bowl win, who knows? Uh, I think this schedule right here would set up for a possible 10 win season. Look, man, if you got 10 and two, look at what Tennessee did with Josh Heupel year two, man. Like that's that's that means that you are putting yourself in a position to compete for championships. If you can get to ten and two, nine and three, ten and two in year two, you are slowly putting yourself in a position to compete for championships. Because remember, it moves to a twelve team playoff. All right, mm-hmm. so you're not fighting for four. So two lost teams. Maybe a three-loss team is going to find themselves in that 12-team playoff. All right, so you're competing now for championships. I I, I think this is the schedule. If you want to make the playoffs in 2024, this is the schedule that you had to have. Because, like I said, we don't know what 2024 is going to look like yet, but we can win at Georgia. We can win in Tuscaloosa. All right? Look. Yeah, you can split it. I'm tired. I'm tired of I'm tired of Auburn fans immediately looking at a schedule and say, oh, well, we got to go to Tuscaloosa. We got to go to Georgia. And uh, that, that's two losses. No, it's not. Look, we got to flip the script. When we talked about recruiting a while ago, we got to flip the script. And that's what Coach Hugh Freeze is trying to do is flip that script. And it, it starts this year. It starts in 2023 because if you can beat one of them, then you're really trending, Dustin. You're really trending for 2024. So uh, mm. I, I'm I'm all for the new look SEC, man. I, I think it's going to be a blast. Uh, I'm slowly starting to to turn uh, turn the gears and and get over there to it with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, man. I think there's going to be some fun matchups. Uh, you know, I think getting to watch. You remember Joe Burrow when he went out there to Texas mm. and everything, and and they're gonna you know get to battle it out now and all that stuff. Man, it's it's just gonna be a blast, dude. And 
uh, getting to see, you know, like an Alabama and Oklahoma matchup. I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be awesome. I mean, it's going to be fun, man. It it really is. Like, uh, I think you should have an open mind to change and, uh, you're really welcoming in two of the greatest college football programs of all time. And not only college football, but we we take a glance around the other sports in the Southeastern Conference, and you look at softball, baseball, basketball. Man, you're going to be absolutely stacked. The SEC is growing, and it's getting better. And you look out at the Pac-12, and they're drowning. Mm-hmm. Right? They're mm-hmm. drowning. And you're just – I mean, the SEC eventually, man, I'm telling you, they're going to have 20 teams in the conference, and they might split off from the NCAA and just play their own damn playoff. That's what yeah. I'd love to do. Yeah, there's no telling what the future, what the future looks like. Um, to your point about about your tired of Auburn fans seeing teams and just saying, oh, that's an L. Uh, I, our boy Ike Jones at Warport made that point just the other day on one of their one of their shows, he said, uh, he said, we got to get to the point as a program to where when the teams see us on the schedule, they yes. say, oh, man. And I just thought that was because just being honest, like we haven't we haven't had a season where we've lost less than four games since that 2013 season. Yeah. So and here we are in 2023. So. That's 10 years, basically, of mediocre football. A lot of eight and fives in there in the last couple of years, some five and sevens and six and sevens. And so that's kind of – it's natural for our fan base to fall into that point because we haven't been a good football team in a long – we won the freaking SEC West at 10 and 2 and somehow still finished with four losses. Mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. So, like, there's a – so I fall into that – like, I fall into that. I look at these teams and I'm just like, okay, that's an automatic help because it has been. So we've got to get to the point to where that's not. And we're going to be in one of these games versus I'm going to keep saying it. We're going to be in one of these games versus one of these big teams. It's going to be 24 to 24. And you're going to have to make the freaking play. And that's the only way you can talk all you want. You can recruit all you want. You can do everything. But until it's 24 to 24 versus Georgia and you find a way to pull it out, you make the interception, you make the sack fumble and then punch it in. Then, then you've truly flipped the script. Then everyone in that stadium or everyone in, if it's on the road, good God, dude, if we beat freaking Georgia on the road ever again in my lifetime or Bama, it's been since 2010, but I was in the eighth grade last time we won in Athens. Um, ridiculous by the yep. way absolutely ridiculous for the auburn tigers football program this proud and historic program haven't won in athens that we play every other year since i was in the eighth grade and i'm gonna turn 32 this year come on man there's there's just some stuff out there man that ain't right and there's only one way to do it dude you got to make the play in that moment and right now we look at it like you said and we say these are automatic hells right now we're in that moment and we say oh, man, we're not going to pull this out, and we don't pull it out. So yep. it's we're just going to have to – it's just going to have to happen. Uh, but just closing it out with this schedule, dude, like get to seven, eight. Man, like you just said, brother, if you get the nine wins this year with a bowl win, I will be over the freaking moon with a nine and four season with a bowl win because I already know what he's going to do on the recruiting trail with that momentum. I already know what he's going to do. And then you come into this, you come into this 24 season with that schedule right there. Super, super manageable, man. Uh, and, and another thing, real quick, I saw a lot of Oklahoma because I went I went and listened to some Oklahoma podcasts because I wanted to hear how they're feeling. Blake, do you know what a couple of different Oklahoma people said out loud? I know they're they bitching. Are, they are fired up. The one road trip they wanted. And the Locked On Oklahoma guy specifically said this. The one road trip he wanted more than any was at Baton Rouge. Bubba, you going to get it. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. You going to get it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It ain't still water, my dude. That's a fact. You best believe that. Um, Yeah, a a lot of excitement around the Auburn football program, right? It, It really, really feels like a complete 180 
from yeah. where we have been the past two years, uh, three years, honestly, you could take it back before COVID mm. uh, in that 2020 season. That just really felt like it was just Dude, messy. We didn't have uh, – we had four commits total going into the first week of the season last year. We've got yeah. three right now inside the top 250. Yeah, yep. Um, just – we're not – don't touch the honey comment. Don't touch the honey comment. Don't touch the honey comment. <laughs> All right. Uh, dude, what – I mean, just go into a hole, bro. Like – Yeah, go away, man. Like, just stop commenting on Auburn and just go away. Like, you – oh, Billy got honey and, and I got water. Like, yeah. Like, go kick rocks, man. Like, loser. Uh Yeah takes me off but it's let's bad wrap this it's, thing. It's, really, it's pathetic it is it is let's wrap this thing up dustin and and give them a, you know a hell of an episode we hope they like it um and give them your final thoughts man yeah man like subscribe to the channel i'll just say this man uh we're, we need to get to 500 so help us out with that we get to 500 we can monetize it will open up so many avenues for us um we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes man we're trying to make this thing work and uh I'll just say this, and I won't say no more. Stay tuned, because we we up to something. And uh, mm. go down there. Go down there, man. Get the merch. All that kind of stuff will be in the description. Uh, my final word, brother. I want to give a shout-out to my guys here, Carlton Davis and Jamel Dean. Mm -hmm. I just think this goes unnoticed. These are two guys play football together in college, go to Tampa Bay. They're both ranked inside the top 20, as far as all the analytics go, of cornerbacks in the NFL. You got two guys played on played at Auburn together. Now on the same NFL team, got a Super Bowl ring together. They were actually roommates in a high school All Star game back in the day. And Jamel just got a uh, four year, fifty two million dollar contract the year before. Carlton Davis signed a three year extension where he's getting fourteen million a year. So it's just awesome, man. I follow these guys back to their recruiting to see these mm -hmm. guys. I was excited when we won the recruiting battles. We beat out a lot of guys for Carlton Davis, and I, I wanted to mention Carlton Davis because. He doesn't get – he never got the love in college I thought he deserved, and he doesn't get the love in the NFL, and here's why. He doesn't have any stats. Now, he's not like – he's not a, a ball hawk. That's not a skill set, so I'm not saying anything like that. But you know why he doesn't have any stats? Because they don't throw the don't damn throw ball over there. Because yeah. boy's covered, bro. Boy's covered. And Jamel's coming to his own, and he's doing his thing. And there's just been a lot of stuff going around with the Buccaneers media kind of talking about that. So I just wanted to touch on that. And it's a it, – look. DBU, bro, DBU, and you've mm -hmm. said a million times how excited you are for this defensive back class. Yeah. Anybody, anybody with eyes knows what this what this team is going to be. I'm telling you, the the freshman class that we just pulled, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. I mean, K and Lee, bro, K yeah. and Lee, uh, that ain't no four star. That ain't no yeah. four star. Uh, so just want to shout out those guys, man. You can come to Auburn, you can be successful, you can go to the NFL and win Super Bowls and be successful. Both those guys still rep Auburn. Um, they're great men, you know, they're they're good representations of the university and all that. So just war damn eagle and go bucks to those guys, man. Love that, Dustin. Well, like Dustin said, uh, like, subscribe, click the bell for notifications when we do drop new content. And we thank each and every one of you for listening, tuning in. Uh, get us to 500 subscribers. We're only 180 away. So we're getting there. We're growing each and every day. And we thank each and every one of you. So, like always, we leave you with a war damn eagle. And we're out. We'll catch you on the next one.